Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. Yup. And for the first topic today, I really want to talk about the fact that Black Widow is finally coming out. They have a finally. release date. Yay. Yeah, they have a release date. They originally was going to, they said originally May, but now they're saying it's going to be released on June 9th. I'm sorry, July 9th. Wow. July 9th. They're pushing it back. And I think for a couple of reasons, two things. One is um, obviously COVID is not over, but there looks like uh, not COVID's over, but it still looks like it's a little bit dangerous to go to movie theaters. But I think they're giving themselves a little bit extra clearance room just because they want to give um, more time for people to feel comfortable to go to the movie theater. Mm -hmm. So July 9th, they're going to open it. It's going to open. And just as good for you people who are nervous and want to do it at home, they're going to allow people to purchase it for streaming at home as well. Yay. Yay. So it's falling on the footsteps of Mulan and Raya and the last dragon. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how movie theaters will feel about that, but the thing is that Mulan, I'm not sure if Mulan even made it to the theaters. Yeah. I don't think it did. I don't think so. And Raya and the last dragon. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. yeah. Ryan the Last Dragon, I think, is still out in the movie theaters. But, like, in California, um, at least in the uh, uh, county that we're in, you were only allowed to go to movie theaters last week for the first time in months. Mm-hmm. So um, so parts of the country you could have seen in the movie theaters in California. You could not see, or at least in Orange County, um, L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, I know pretty specifically. You could not see those until this week. Um, so will, uh, is it a conflict for, um, Disney to release it streaming simultaneously at the movie theater? I'm not certain because it's, to me, it's kind of like right now it's, uh, I don't think I would go see it in a movie theater and then everyone loses on the revenue because the thing is I would just wait for it to come out on Redbox and I'd pay two bucks at that point. So maybe Redbox is out two bucks. (laughs) So... So, what what are you th- guys thinking? Oh, and then also, um, what's the other one? We talked about Cruella. Oh, yeah. Cruella. That's right. Yes. I bl- Jungle Cru- Cruise is still coming at some point, I hope. <laughs> End of June. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. Okay. So, I bl- off the top of my head, I saw something. I believe it is June 30th. So, mm. the, the thing is that Cruella will also get the Disney Plus um, treatment. And um, Pixar's Luca will be, is even oh, more yeah. interesting. It will be a Disney Plus exclusive. Ooh, so, I always wonder about stuff like that. Because that just reminds me of back in the day when they had like direct to video yeah. stuff. So, so it's like, okay, do you think it's, it's already not going to be as good? And so that's why you're just doing it directly or what, you know? I don't know because they kind of what was it on one of the other ones they uh, barely released it. So Luca's going to go directly to Disney Plus and skip the theaters completely. And if Jungle Book is, I swear it was July 
thirtieth, which is only a f- a week or two after, um, after uh, uh, Black Widow, maybe they'll release that on D- Disney Plus as well. Hmm. I hope so. <laughs> I've been trying <laughs> to see that one. Darn it. <laughs> I actually oh, forgot no. that Black Widow was still happening just because right. <laughs> it's like, been like pushed so much. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be released exactly one year ago. And every like oh, month right. they pushed it. Every month they would push it another another couple months until like last summer we said, okay, we give up guessing. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it's hard to remember when like the, the original release date things for things were like even for Wonder Woman 84 like that's been so so long and finally came out and just it's so crazy how all of these things keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed agreed so, it'll be nice if so they many, do yeah. yeah there's so many like missing not missing but just so many movies that we've forgotten about and also new mm-hmm. movies I completely forgot about Luca coming out um, I think I only saw the trailer very briefly i don't even remember what it's about yeah it's like two little kids and it looks like maybe italy and oh yes it seems like they transform into mer creatures which is up my alley <laughs> interesting i okay. don't know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i tell you what the one thing I, I was just talking to my mom about this, and I probably mentioned this before. Since 1977, I've seen every single Star Wars film in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And probably since about the early 80s, I can't, I almost can find out which one it is, but I've seen every single uh, James Bond film in the movie theaters. Oh, um, wow. I, I caught the tail end of uh, Sean Connery's uh, episodes as well. Hmm. So I've seen them all in the movie theaters. But this year, even if they released a James Bond film in the movie theater, I am not certain I would be willing to go. Even Or if they released a Star Wars film, um, would I be willing to go at this point? Yes, mm-hmm. I know everyone. I'm overly, con- overly conservative. But I got, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm overly conservative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair, it's, very fair. It's better to be safe, you know? Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying not to go to a movie theater. If you're comfortable with it, go to a movie theater, wear your mask, be good. But just I'm the, on the conservative end. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Wasn't there supposed to be a James Bond movie coming out too? Last year. Like a new one? Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember Billie Eilish was like the feature singer or something for the new James God. Bond. And then that was like... They released the sound. I mean, that song too. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I was like, I wonder what movie it's supposed to go with. <laughs> that's the part that's so crazy. It's like I remember last year at some point there were uh, Black Widow toys and and T-shirts and different things appearing on Shop Disney, and it was like, this is great, but we have no idea what any of this pertains to because right? the movie's not out. You know, so it's interesting how like some things they've held back along with the movie and some things are like just get it out there it's fine well at least they don't have any uh, excuse not to have enough black widow merchandise or right 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You had time. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, later on when even um, Avengers Campus opens, hopefully, when it opens. Oh, my gosh. I forgot like, that was also a thing, right? <laughs> wouldn't that... They, they, wouldn't that open when the when the park opens? They're gonna hold it back for some reason. That was the one caveat was that you know, yeah, we're gonna open Disneyland and California Adventure, but Avengers Campus will be opening at a later date. So I don't know. Maybe when. they don't want everyone arm wrestling for that space. Mm -hmm. That'd be my guess too. So, hmm. interesting. Mm hmm. All right. Oh, am I next? <laughs> Is my topic next? Uh, oh, yeah, I am next. Okay, well, uh, let's take a quick sponsor break and we will be right back. The events of 2020 have shaken the world and impacted our lives, but fearlessness is the mother of reinvention. Change your career, prepare for a promotion, start a new business with the University of California Irvine Division of Continuing Education's fully online professional certificate programs. Available anywhere, anytime to fit your busy schedule. Find out more at ce.uci.edu. With adversity comes great strength. Find yours with us. Okay. Welcome back, everyone. So, as you may, or if you don't know, you must be living under a rock, but Winter Falcon <laughs> and Winter Falcon, what am I saying? Winter Soldier and the wow. Falcon. Wow. That'd be their couple name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Day drinking is terrible. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out on Disney Plus last week as of this recording. So this week would be the second week, um, which is huge because it just followed up WandaVision. So if you haven't watched the episode yet, this is your warning for spoiler spoilers. Alert. Spoilers. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so we've all watched it, right? The mm -hmm. first episode. Yes. Cool. Yes. Um, it was our homework to do so. <laughs> yes. But fun homework. <laughs> it was fun homework. It was just interesting because I, after WandaVision came out, I wasn't sure what how this Falcon and the Winter Soldier would do. And it was a different, for me, it was like a whole different take because WandaVision's first episode was like super fun. I mean, it was like 50s, you know, just. It was like a sitcom because that's what it was mm -hmm. versus Falcon and the Winter Soldier. All of the promos that I've seen of it are super like happy. It felt like the same vibe that WandaVision's sitcom should was. Mm -hmm. And so I expected to like turn on Disney Plus, watch an episode of just like Bucky and um, oh my gosh. What is Anthony Mackie's name? Oh. oh, no, I'm forgetting to. Sam? <laughs> yeah, this happens. Sam, yeah, Sam, Sam. Sam. Yeah. I totally expected Sam just Wilson, to watch. Sam Wilson, right? There we go. Mm -hmm. Yes, Sam Wilson. Totally thought it was just, the episode was just going to be like Bucky and Sam saving the world, best buddies, you know, following mm -hmm. after Steve Rogers. And it was not. It hit me. It like hit me in the feels because it was yeah. like a heavy episode. It was not like a happy-go-lucky episode at all. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of punched you right from the get-go. Yeah. 
that, that was my thought too. Like, and I think that's why at the end of it, I like every single episode of WandaVision, it was like, you know, oh my gosh, it's over already. No, I don't want to wait till next week. Oh, this is terrible. But that one, it was just kind of like, ow. Yeah. Well, I was like, that was another one to pay. <laughs> I can recover. <laughs> yes, definitely. I was like, that was that was a lot to un, like to handle. Um, but basically, so you're all caught up. It goes, the first episode, Sam and Bucky aren't even like on sp- like, they're not speaking. I think Sam's been texting Bucky, but he just hasn't been answering. But Bucky's been going to therapy, which is good for him. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Him. Yeah. He has suffered so much trauma after his, like, 90 years of being, like, a robot soldier. Um, slave. So good for him. Yeah. Slave. Mind-controlled slave. Yeah. Yep. And then Sam, when we see him, he goes back home to see his sister, and he's hit with all, like, the financial issues that his sister and her family had to go through like because he's been missing for five years exactly that the fact that he's been missing for five years so like he tries to get a loan from the bank to help out his sister and they're just like you have no income for the last five years and they're like well how am i supposed to have an income if i didn't if i was gone for five years (laughs) like it's pretty it was it was intense um but with Bucky on his end, in therapy, he is working with the therapist to go and make amends for all of the victims or victims' families, um, things like that. And <laughs> the one he describes is pretty funny with um, this woman that I guess he helped get to, I don't know, whatever high role she has now, but like through, you know, corrupt means. And Mm -hmm. he kind of like intimidates her into just him apologizing, I guess. And then like he calls (laughs) the cops on her. (laughs) That was so good. (laughs) So that was like, that was like a lighthearted kind of one. But then you learn, we see him befriending or like taking out this old Asian man for lunch. And then we learn something very sad at the end that, this isn't just like his neighbor that he just sees every week for lunch, but this is someone he's trying to make amends with because he killed this man's son however many years ago. And that hurts so much. It was so sad. Cause it isn't even like the son is part of any like, you know, organization where it's like, well, you know, that was their enemy at the time or something. It was like, this was a poor like, I, I forget if he was, like, a visiting professor or something. but Something, but literally he got just... got caught up. Yeah. yeah. Wrong place, the wrong time. Wrong time, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bucky just did his evil thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was so sad. But talking about funny parts, I saw this th- meme that paralleled Bucky trying to stop the, the waving cat in the restaurant trying to stop that cat moving Mm -hmm. um, parallel to back when um, I forget which Iron Man it is, but when um, I'm forgetting everyone's character names, I'm like Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) When he's in the office, um, when he's in Pepper's office and she has that like rotating thing on her desk and then he tries to like tape it to stop it. 
That was just funny. <laughs> Two oh, little no. parallels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it was like not what I expected at all. I really expected just like nonstop jokes going back and forth between the two people. Yeah, because yeah, they made not. it. They made it look like a buddy film. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. It, it totally looked like a buddy film, like two guys going out and just goofing off and doing stupid things. Not stupid things, but like you know, it it's very much like a bad boys kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, and then instead it turned out to be uh, a drama. Yeah. Did either one of you two, either one of you guys list, watch um, any of the Marvel series when it was on Netflix, like the Daredevil or Jessica Jones? Oh, yeah. No. I've watched Daredevil, not Jessica Jones. Okay. The The only reason why I ask that is, is because, you know, Marvel kind of had this two-tiered strategy. They had the movies and then they had the television series. And when you looked at the television series in the past, it was always street level, what they called street level um, mm-hmm. superheroes. So they were kind of, kind of Hawkeye level. You know, it's like I'm a dude yeah. with a bow. <laughs> I'm shooting yeah. aliens. Um, and the thing is that when they did the television series, it was much more about the. They were really got into depth about, you know, Jessica Jones is an alcoholic and, you know, and, and all those people had their own personal issues and demons mm-hmm. and, and good things. And um, in the in the movies, it's always been this high level save the planet, you know, right. no, no, yeah. not too much detail. And um, it now it's so interesting to see that they're taking these mo- people from the movies and bringing them down to this television series where they're you know it's like oh did we buy enough toilet paper level yeah (laughs) you know what i mean and it's good it it humanizes the characters but it's just something we've never seen before yeah right it's nice to see them so fleshed out like that was one of the things i really did appreciate about the tv series even for you know star wars tv series too it's like it's nice to see more of what the character thinks and feels what makes them tick and you know, not just like cool flashy scene. Now go to the next flashy scene, and then oh, okay, bye, we're done. You know, so I, I'm wondering how much more in depth we will get with these characters. It'd be interesting to see. Oh, I forgot to mention the end. Okay, so <laughs> the premise of the episode is. Steve Rogers is gone, but we don't know necessarily if he's dead or if he's just like, you know, no longer physically. He's just like doing his own thing, I guess now. Uh, But so we know that he left the shield to Sam because Sam was supposed to be in Steve's eyes, like the next Captain America. But I guess Sam, he doesn't feel like it's his shield. It's, it's Steve's shield. So he ends up donating the shield to the smithsonian i believe mm-hmm. um, and the guy i'm assuming it's like the museum curator or some old white dude who is the one like trying to coerce him to to actually let go of the shield and donate the shield he finally does it thinks he's doing it for like a good cause you know like steve's gonna be remembered like in a good way and then at the end of the episode we learn that this man had bad intentions and he actually turns around and takes the shield and gives it to a different captain america like now that 
now that Steve Rogers is gone, we need a new Captain America symbol. And he gives it to someone else. And Which Sam is so learns about dumb. On the TV. <laughs> oh my gosh. That part made me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> just like, first of all, who the heck are you? Second of all, no, put that back. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get that from? Put it back. <laughs> who gave it to you? That's not yours. <laughs> right? Yeah. My friend oh. even, like, she she tweeted something like, that's not America's ass. <laughs> 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 I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a knockoff. Captain yeah, that's America. exactly it. He looks like a knockoff. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's terrible. Someone was saying that um that's actually there is another guy like that in the comics. Yeah. I was I'm reading sure. something like literally right before recording this um that supposedly in the comics there is a second captain america i guess after steve rogers steps down mm-hmm. it's like kind of the torch is given to this other guy i don't know his name per se but i think that i don't know if this is where marvel is taking the character but in the comics there is like a second um there's a second captain america that's not sam interesting yes Hmm. so i don't know if we're gonna learn more about him and i wonder if he's has like super soldier abilities too or if he's just like literally a symbol because if he's just a symbol why does he need the shield right yeah he doesn't need vibranium if he's just gonna stand there That or or maybe that would make him more of a target. Like, oh look, I defeated Captain <laughs> yeah. America. And so right. it's like, oh, here he better take this. You will need it. <laughs> Man, it'll be interesting to see if um, like if we learn more about him, and then also like if he's around for two seconds, or if it actually becomes a whole you know, thing. yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, we also see Rhodey in this episode. I forgot. Oh, that's I right. I didn't expect to see him. I was like, oh, how nice. He's still around. Mm-hmm. That is one thing I, I do really appreciate about um, like all of these series is that it's nice to go back and see all these people that we saw in the movies, but then it's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Sorry about that. No worries. I had a mic problem. It comes with the comes with the territory. I understand. You were you were going. Wait a minute. He's awfully quiet. You're talking about super comic books, and he's not saying anything. I know. I was like, "Am I saying? Am I saying this right?" No, no. Okay. Uh, really quickly. Uh, I what I did catch was yes, there was another character who. Um, there was another person who took. Actually, a bunch of different people take the Captain America um, at one point or another. So Sam in the comic books takes Captain America's shield at one point. Um, uh, Bucky Barnes, which happens to be the Winter Soldier, also takes the mantle of Captain America at a certain point. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then there's a part time where there's like, I think he becomes the secret. I don't know. So there's been a couple characters of different comic book characters who have taken the mantle of Captain America. So interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see where this is going because 
I believe Chris um Chris has gone uh re-signed to be on in the Marvel universe again. Yeah. Chris oh, Evans. Yes, we yeah. did talk about this. <laughs> and then I was like, what if he's just signing up to be to to reprise pre his his role in um whatever I forgot all of to the be old right words. old version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, is he reprising the roles or or maybe just to do flashbacks? Maybe. Oh, that would be interesting. Oh, you what know, I said have... before about this was like, what if he resigned but didn't tell us like, specifically what he was doing because he was going to come back as the Human Torch. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be hysterical. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Or he comes back as like Spider-Man or something <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, you look very familiar. <laughs> nope, don't know what you're talking about. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be incredible. So it is it, it's really hard for people to lose both him and Iron Man at the same time, you know, because I think those two are basically most people's favorites and Thor. You know, so it's just yeah. like, man. Yeah. 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 That's it's it's rough. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Oh boy. So um <clears throat> huh. Jennifer, what's your topic? My topic um you know, I was just kind of going to see what we were all <laughs> headed towards, but I kind of want to go back to Avengers Campus and the fact that it's opening on its own. So, it's I think there's also a different Avengers Campus. I want to say in Disneyland Paris that's also being worked on at the same time. Really? But I'm not sure like when that one's going to open up. But basically, yeah, I think um, I'm trying to see if anyone has gotten an actual date as to when Avengers Campus is going to be opened. But I think so far as of maybe like an April 1st call um, so far it seems like Avengers Campus is just going to be opening later in the year. And I think that's probably because, you know, they want to do it right. Like mm-hmm. Avengers Campus was originally going to open last year, I believe, in July. And so it'd be pretty sad to open a brand new land and not be able to, you know, do it as nicely as they did for even like Galaxy's Edge and Toontown and any of the other lands that have opened. So I think that's why. But um i don't know it's it's gonna be interesting to see when it does actually open they've shown like or some people who have gone to a taste of disney have actually taken pictures of what the area looks like now and it looks like it's pretty much ready to go so it's exciting is there anything that you guys are kind of looking forward to eventually when we all get to see it someday spider-man robot Mm Hmm. huh you know what you know what we're talking about, Emily? No. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. So they have these robot things that will essentially that are that will actually flip. They'll actually have a Spider-Man kind of mannequin robot thing that they can catapult from one building to another building. So when you're walking through the um, Avengers campus, you'll actually see Spider-Man flipping through the air mm-hmm. from building to building. And it looks very realistic. They had yes. um, a little bit of a feature on it 
Um, I want to say at some point last year, but I think it might even actually show up in the um, Imagineering series. It's on Disney Plus, but they're I think they're called Stuntronics, and yeah. it's really cool. You see them go from like a pole to actually taking on more and more of a human shape, and so the idea is they can you know dress up these Stuntronics in whatever costume. And then just have them as part of a high flying show. And, you know, I think they said it's going to be maybe a hybrid of like, you know, you'll have the actor up there, but then you'll have the uh, Stuntronic doing all the stuff that would be really dangerous. Yeah. So like the Stuntronic will actually, you'll see Spider-Man flip from building to building Mm -hmm. and then disappear behind the building. And then you'll see an actor walk up to the edge of the building as spider-man so it pretending to be the same character but i've also seen it disguised as uh as iron man too yeah with an iron man skin as well so if you just google disney adventure campus spider-man or something like that um you'll see some video of these things and it's really really cool it's it's um they have a bunch of uh it's all on youtube Mm -hmm. so yeah, that so sounds really cool. cool. I guess um, the ride that kind of accompanies know. it. Yeah. I originally I was kind of like anti Avengers campus. Not that I, I love the Avengers and Marvel, but it was just like I love Bugs Land too. <laughs> and I was like, why are yeah. you taking this away for Avengers? But I've grown like I've, I've I've warmed up to the idea, especially after this year of um, seriously binging the entire MC universe, like all of the movies. I'm pretty sure I've watched all of them at least twice just within the last year, just because mm-hmm. I just have the time. So now I'm more excited about it. So I'm just I'll just be happy to be back whenever we're able to get back. I'm curious though when or if they have already have, and I haven't noticed seen but have they released how ticketing ticket prices are going to work for at least like when they open for california residents and that like the 15 capacity or something 15 percent capacity or something like that i've seen nope bits and pieces of like i think what they're doing right now is they're just giving some information to um not like travel agents but like i don't even know what you would call them like some kind of like ticket affiliates and so from because I've seen like little bits and pieces of screenshots of something and basically it's going to be kind of like what they did for a taste of, of Disney where you have a calendar and then you select um, like from a very limited number of options. Like I think it's something like you can either choose like two day or three day tickets or if you do a single day, it's only going to be for one park per day like you can't do park hopping right now and then um i'm not sure how they're gonna have you prove that you're a california resident i don't know if it's like you know when you enter your zip code information somewhere that counts or you have to scan something in yeah so that will be kind of interesting and I think all the tickets to make up for lost revenue for the first couple of months will be a thousand dollars each. Probably. <laughs> Actually, I think it was like a hundred and four dollars. I don't know where, but I saw something like that. And so part of me is like, hmm, 
you know, yeah, you're going to have 15% capacity, which would theoretically make the park feel nice and empty. But at the same time, there's a lot of rides that are going to be closed because of indoor ride regulations. So all those people have to go somewhere. You're not going to have like the people eater type rides. Like it's a small world because that'd be like 15 minutes indoors, which is not great right now. Plus the whole like all the rows are really close together. Oh, really? I thought they would like allow those things to be like every other every other um, cart or whatever. You think it, but I, I think there's something that probably has to do with like a combination of what kind Ventilation. of air system. Yeah. yeah. And then also how long you're inside. And I think any of the, the water rides, like then you've got, you know, like the thicker air, basically you've got more moisture in the air, which might help hold on to things a little bit more, maybe makes it a little more dangerous. I volunteered to wear an astronaut suit if they let me go in. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's all we need is just everyone get your astronaut suit and then you're good. That'd be amazing. Let's try it. I know I read something where they're already testing some of the outdoor rides, um, like in Coaster. I'm sure Big Thunder is probably being tested. I know Snow White is going to reopen with Disneyland. So that'll be kind of cool to see. Cool. So, yeah. So some of the the new stuff, I I don't know if um, the new parts to Jungle Cruise will be there, but. Oh, that's right. Also, yeah. Splash Mountain was supposed to be, you know, updated. Yeah. I don't know. If that one's probably going to take them a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's like something new, too. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know if they've talked about when it's going to be open. That is definitely like a complete redo, though. So mm-hmm. a while for sure. I just for that one, I really hope they give us like a really fluid um, like types of animatronics like they have for the Beauty and the Beast ride in Tokyo Disneyland. Like, can you imagine Tiana just like totally realistic and like, oh, that'd be amazing. That's what I want, Disney. Please. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, for Jungle Cruise, they actually did release kind of a new backstory. And I think um, they're introducing a new character named Alberta Falls. So she's the daughter of Dr. Falls and a, I want to say, what was her mom? I think they said something like, was she a professor too? I don't remember. Darn. But yeah, they have some kind of like already like a backstory about these new characters. So cool. It's pretty cool. A lot of new stuff to come back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, once they open Avengers Campus, I'm sure they're gonna invite people to do like a media day or something like that. Mm-hmm. So even if, you know, we can't go or we don't feel comfortable going. At least we can kind of see what stuff comes out of it. So like even I'm looking at some of the, um, the artist renditions that came out. I want to say like at some point last year and even like the test kitchen looks really cool inside and Avengers campus looks really neat all lit up at night. So it'll be nice to see. And hopefully this will be, 
a way for more people to go to California Adventure? Because right now it's felt very much like Disneyland is the better park. <laughs> and we've even kind of said this a lot that Disneyland is worth it more than California Adventure. Well, so maybe this will start to help know- even things out. So, so in California, if you're not from California, they have, um, I think it's a four tier system or a five tier system for, um, safe, safety as far as COVID. So purple is the absolute worst. Yeah. Worst. Red is one level below it. Below that is orange. And then I think it goes to yellow. Yeah. And so we are, uh, we just left a week and a half ago or a week ago, went from purple to red. But things have been improving so quickly. It looks like we're going to go right into orange next week. Ooh, wow. Yeah, it has dropped like a rock between, I don't know if it's between weather and, uh, you know, all the closures slash um, the vaccinations. I think Orange County has uh, 3 million residents. And right now, over half a million have at least one shot, if not completely vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So we're going in the right direction. So it may be possible that um, when we go from red to orange, so like right now with red, that means um, like movie theaters can open within 10% capacity, that type of stuff. So when we go from red to orange, which is still not good, but the thing is that movie theaters can move up to something like 20 or 30 percent something like that right so um so like i can see the rules also relaxing from what is it 15 percent at disneyland to in going to like 30 percent at disneyland mm-hmm. um possibly by the summer so that's crazy so fast yeah it, it's really fast. And actually, you have to stay in this. Right now, I think we qualify for the orange stage. Wow. But in order to move over from one stage to another, you must stay in that stage for a total of 14 days to show stability. That's not a fluke. Yeah. Or, you know, like when it goes from red to orange, everyone runs out, gets sick, and then all of a sudden it just spikes back into, you know, violet. Yeah. Because at um, the time of this or- recording, it's spring break right now, too. Oh yeah, right. this is true. Yeah, so the thing is that we're it's it will be interesting. There's a very good chance we could go into orange uh, next week, um, which would open a lot more things. Mm-hmm. So, fingers crossed that things will go. Or this thing will go away. I know. So, I miss getting my hair cut. <laughs> I don't like doing it myself. Oh, yeah, my hair is so it's long. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm too scared to do it myself. Although it's getting long enough that I, I kind of hit. I need my mom to do it. I can't. I can't get myself to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why I did last time, like a few months ago. My mom and I were outside, sit each taking turns. Like she would sit on the stool, I cut her hair, and then we switched places. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was part of the the pandemic bingo. Was cut your own hair. Cut someone else's hair. (laughs) (laughs) Pandemic Uh, bingo. Yes. It's not pandemic Russian roulette. (laughs) Kind of. Sometimes it feels that way. Try arts and crafts you haven't tried in a million years. Well, wait until you see my hair. You guys are going to (laughs) freak. Oh, man. How how long is it now? 
Um, it's, well, I mean, I'm purposely growing my hair long because I'm going to donate it for cancer patients, mm -hmm. but it's, um, to the bottom of my rib, bottom of my rib cage. Wow. What? So, yes, it's to the bottom of my rib cage. Yeah. So, and I actually life. have cut it. <laughs> yeah. I've actually had it cut too. Um, my wife cut off two inches. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did start this, I, I had a buzz cut in summer 2018 and then um so it's now been it's gonna be two and a half years now wow wow so but i've had to cut a couple times just to keep it kind of even and yeah get rid of yeah. the split ends and it's such. healthy for your hair it actually makes yeah, it grow yeah. faster if you do kind of trim it a little bit yeah because the thing is i'm trying to you know once again it's for hopefully a cancer patient so i want length um mm -hmm. and then also you know i've been it's kind of like, you know, when you have, when you're a guy with short hair, it's just like, honestly, it's just like, I've, there's been times it's just like, ah, bar of soap. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's not a big deal. Now it's like, oh my God, wash it, conditioner, it's, and, you know, just trying to make sure it's thing. like every day is like COVID to make sure I'm not tank. Okay. You can't pull it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a whole thing for me right now. It's like... <laughs> And then, you know, anyways, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. So, but yeah, it, it's really long. My wife is totally happy, happy about it. She likes me with long Aww. hair. So. Mm -hmm. well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> However, I tie it up in a bun and every once in a while I pull it out of my bun. And then my daughter goes, oh my God, dad, your hair is so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's longer than mine, dad. <laughs> well, as long as you try to recreate like different hairstyles. Yes. And then like take pictures. <laughs> oh my God. I'll do like, uh, um, yeah, I'll do, uh, you know, I'll try to do like a double pigtail and, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, yes. you know, I'll, I'll do a frozen and I'll do plates or something like yes. that. Do raise three <laughs> little buttons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God. Space buns, little mini space. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I could, <laughs> I could do Princess Leia. Yes. There you go. Oh, oh my gosh. My God. Oh my God. There's so many options. Oh. Right? <laughs> Career limiting moves. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Definitely do some Marvel stuff. Yes. Yes. We'll see. All right. Well, let us know if you are excited for the next episode of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out soon. And what you think about it so far. And if you're excited for Avengers Campus and Black Widow finally coming out at some point, And all of the Marvel wonderfulness that is happening soon. But that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And you can always find us on our Instagram and Facebook. Our handle is at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing, them, seeing you all next time. Bye. Bye. -bye.